Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Welcome to week 19 of the Bagels and Locks podcast with Davey Bagels. My name is Chase Medorsky. This is our final podcast of the regular season, which means it is our final podcast until the Super Bowl, um, which is good because I'm currently in day two of my um, self-imposed January betting exodus. I don't know if I told you about this. I'm taking a betting exodus in January. And, is that because uh, the betting's been so bad recently or what's the... Uh, it's kind of a mixed bag. It's like the betting was definitely really bad in the month of December, but then like on top of it, like, I don't know. I've been thinking about this since like October, just save some dough and then just come in and bet on every prop humanly known to man for the Super Bowl in February. I mean, yeah, there's so uh, maybe think of it as a January cleanse, or you can also think of it as Super Bowl savings. We did talk about this. We talked about dry January, no bet January. Dry January is easy, but no bet January during the playoffs. I bet on the semis. That was my last hurrah. On the, the, the playoff. I bet the on the I bet on yeah, I bet on the, the playoff Monday. And that was that was it. And I looked at it like there's 31 days in January, so I was still putting in like a 30 day month. Yeah. During the NFL playoffs. That's a that's a hard, hard time to go abstinent. No, some of the matchups are just gonna be so crapshooty though that it's uh it's okay. With it. Every matchup's crapshooty. That's the fun. Exactly. Plus, like, uh, you know, I have a wedding for a change that's going to cost me a bunch. I don't know. It's just like reallocating right. funds, essentially. I'm not challenging your life decisions. I respect you, and I will not peer pressure you to gamble. Oh, I've already oh, had yeah. people peer pressure me from every avenue. And, uh, yeah, it was even like Wiker yesterday walks into the apartment. Um, and he's like, dude, prize picks Taco Tuesday. And then he pauses and goes, shit. <laughs> he probably didn't mean to. When I pressured no, you. No, no, of course not. He even immediately was like, oh, my bad. Um, so that's where we're at right now. Um, last week, I went three and two. And um, I just want to, you know, so I'm 42, four, or 41, 40, and four of the year. So, yeah, I mean, this podcast is a great example of a rough couple of weeks. I mean, Heading into the month, I was, uh, I mean, I, at one point week, what was this week? 19, the week 14, I was 35 choice. So I was eight games over 500 heading or heading into week 16. And now I'm one game over 500. Um, so 41, 40 and four, um, the bucks laid a goose egg, did not cover against saints. So terrible. The Rams almost lost to the giants. Um, and Tennessee won 35 nothing. So uh, Iowa, turns out that true freshman quarterback got a lot of NIL money for a reason. Um, but Dolphins-Ravens over did hit, and Oregon uh, had me scared for a second. I even texted you, not an ideal start. Liberty scored on the first drive, and then Oregon just stepped on their throats, essentially. Um, so I'm 41-40-4, and four, which means even if I go 0-5, um, you this week were what, 4-1 and one by my count? 4-1, and one, baby. So that puts you at 35, 48, and 2. That's um, it. So even if I go 0-5 this week, I would still win by one game. Um, 
but credit to you for coming on late and making this close. And like I said, there's a reason I'm on a gambling exodus right now. Yeah, credit to you for shitting the bed late. But you're right. I, I've been a little bit a little bit better um, the last few weeks. Honestly, my week 16, sorry, my week 15 stinker really hurt. Um, but the last two weeks have been positive, and I'm feeling pretty good. You know, I've made a lot of that money that I lost early in the year back, which uh, has has been nice, especially around the holidays. Do you want to run through your picks from last week? Yeah, I do. I do. I do. Um, so I had Oregon minus 16 and a half. We both had that one. That was easy. Um, I had a similar game in UGA minus 18 and a half. That was a total massacre. Had Arizona minus two and a half. They took care of business. Ohio State minus three. Uh, that was my one loser. They looked like shit against Missouri. Um, and then I had the over in the Texas UW playoff game, and that hit pretty safely. It was 63 and a half, and, and I think it went to 68. Yeah, the playoff, um, I made no – well, I made bets, um, and I parlayed them all, so actually didn't hit. But my picks were, for whatever it's worth, three or four. I was always in on UW money line back to pack. Um, I did the, oh, I'm pretty sure. What was the final score of UW Texas? Overhit. It was 631. It was 62 and a half overhit, overhit and Bama, Michigan. But, um, Bama, unfortunately could not get the job done. We'll talk more about the playoff and the results where we the national championship. Yeah, but one, one complaint. I just want to get out of the way now. I, I, I thought having the games on New Year's Day were awesome. Everyone was bitching. Oh, they're not on New Year's Eve. It was great. It didn't interfere with my New Year's Eve plans at all. Like the year before, I was at a fish concert at New Year's Eve following the game on my phone, which takes you out of the concert. This year, I was hungover. I wanted to die, but I knew I had two college football games ready to go. The flip side of that is it's a holiday Monday. Everyone's going back to work Tuesday. Most people for the two weeks of the holidays haven't done a ton of work, if any. You can't have that game ending at 1 o'clock in the morning on the East Coast knowing we all have to go back to work the next day. It's unacceptable. We were all thinking it. I feel like they they planned the whole thing around the Rose Bowl sunrise. They made the first game way too late, and then it went into overtime. The second game got pushed even later. I, it was it was super super frustrating. I actually I will admit it when there was like a minute and a half left in the Washington game, and it looked like they had ended the game. They were up two scores. I turned it off, and I actually didn't see the very end of the game where Texas had a chance to win it. I texted friend of the podcast uh, and my former roommate, Bryce, who's become a big Texas fan. He's dating a Texas Longhorn. Um, I actually texted him when UW, I think on second down, I said, really tough loss, dude. Good effort. Ooh. Like, it was over. It was over. It was um, over. And it was so late. Yeah. I mean, one suggestion I heard that I'm a big fan of is like, and you could tell me what you think. Like when I think of the bowl games growing up, um, and, you know, I, I, the Rose Bowl was called the granddaddy of them all. And, like, I'm biased because I attended many, many games at that stadium because it's the home stadium for UCLA. But there really is no better college football, not atmosphere because UCLA fans suck, but, like, it's so picturesque. And, like, I don't know about you, but so many of the defining, like, bowl memories I have from growing up are of the Rose 100%, 100%. Bowl. 100%. 100%. Make the Rose Bowl the national championship every year. Like, I, I Somebody suggested it, and I couldn't agree more. And I know for TV right deals and money, that'll never happen. But, like, yeah, Herb's been saying it. Uh, It just gives an advantage to the West Coast teams, you know? Like, 
I, I, I think it's got to rotate. It's got to move around. I love the Rose Bowl as much as the next guy, but it's got to move around. I guess at the same time, though, prior to UW, when was the last time a West Coast team made the national championship? Yeah, that's a good point. Oregon, but... Oregon, 10 years when we were freshmen in college? Uh, yeah. It's yeah, also... I mean, yeah, and then like some of those USC teams. But again, I mean, USC hasn't played for the national ago. championship in 20, almost 20 years. It was the Vince Young game in 06. Yeah, yeah. Talk so, about a great Rose Bowl game. Yeah, so I see what you're saying. At the same time, though, you, you still have to travel for the semifinal game. So I think the advantage is a little bit less, but I, I hear you. Regardless, however you want to do it, you just you can't do that again. Yeah, I agreed. It was unacceptable. I personally did not enjoy the New Year's Day games because I, I was traveling. I was on a plane. Um, so I, I watched the, uh, the Michigan-Bama game on the plane. Um, but – I think it is probably better than New Year's Eve. It doesn't get in the way of your plans. New Year's Day should be, if you're not moving around, should be a great day to be hungover and eat wings and uh, you know beat the scaries with with some college football playoff. It's all going to get fucked up when they go to 12 teams anyway. I, I, I'm interested to see what they're going to do. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I think you're probably right. The first is better than the 31st, even if it wasn't for me this year. Are you picking anything for the national championship? I think we should talk about it in the big game breakdown. I'm not going okay. to do and it. Then we can start with NFL. I just wanted to make sure then. Um, so there's going to be some funky picks this week. Um, this tweet was from 307. So since then, um, Carson Wentz and Tyler Huntley have been added to that list. But starting quarterbacks this week include Blaine Gabbard, Jeff Driscoll, or Wentz is on it. Gabbard, Driscoll, Wentz, Nick Mullins, Trevor Simeon, Easton Stick, Tyrod, Sam Howell, Mason Rudolph, and Jared Stidham. A lot of backup quarterbacks playing this week. A lot of backups, a lot of guys that I like aren't even backups. Like Mason Rudolph wasn't a backup to start the year. Honestly, the Wentz thing that you just said, I had no idea Wentz was going to start for the Rams. I just looked it up. I mean, should we um, should we preview the games? I guess we'll, we could talk about them if we don't like include them in the picks. Um, like the games that matter. Correct. Cause there's only a handful that matter. And to be honest, I'm only picking like one, maybe two. Yeah. I'm picking some of the shittier games too. So we'll, we can, we can hit on them if, if we don't touch on them at the end. All right. I'll go first. Um, speaking of Macy Rudolph, I'm going to go Steelers minus four versus the Ravens. Uh, the Ravens, they've been so injury prone the whole year. Even with Tyler Hundley, this is a solid team. I mean, he's shown – he almost last year won them a playoff game. They lost 27-24 versus the Bengals. Hundley hasn't played this year. I just think they're going to be so overcautious. Um, Steelers have everything to play for. If they win and the Bills lose, I believe they're in. Um, there's also some stuff with the AFC South there. But the Steelers, regardless, need the win to stay in. Um, their offense with Mason Rudolph the last two weeks has been humming. The running game has been going. Um, it's like on one end, Tomlin yet again has a team above 500. On the other end, it's like, how do you, how did you justify playing Mitch Trubisky? This team is nine and three in non Mitch Trubisky appearances. Um, you know, again, the Ravens backup still could win this game, but it's a hot Steelers team who have everything to play for. Um, uh, so I like the Steelers minus four. I got the Ravens plus four. I think this line is a, is an overreaction. I think the public makes a lot of these lines move thinking that, um, you know, the, the motivations play a bigger role than they do. 
Um, Mason Rudolph has looked great for the Steelers, but um, how many times have we seen these backups come in and look great for a few games and uh, and and shit the bed down the stretch? Uh, Dobbs twice, Jake Mullen, um, your boy Browning. Like I, I think that's a story that we've seen so many times, and I, I, I think we could absolutely see it again. This game is in Baltimore. Ty Huntley, Ty Huntley is an absolute baller. He balled out in the playoffs last year. The dude is a better quarterback than uh, than Mason Rudolph. Give me him at home getting four points. Yeah, it feels fishy, but I don't know. I just trust Tomlin with everything to play for. Um and I like the idea of three AFC North teams potentially making the playoffs and just chaos ensuing. Yeah, look, this Steelers team is going to get their shit kicked in if they make the playoffs. Um, all right. My second pick is going to be Cowboys 13 and a half versus the Commanders, minus 13 and a half. Commanders, the Sam Howell experience is done. Um, and I actually looked at the schedule, like the actual timing. So I was thinking to myself, do the Eagles play before the Cowboys or vice versa? The Cowboys still need the win to lock up um, a first-round home playoff game in the NFC East. Everything broke right for the Cowboys last week. They um, beat the Lions on an obviously very controversial play, but they did win. Eagles blowed against the Cardinals. Eagles are all the way down to the five seed. Cowboys, this is a team that's been so dominant at home and really needs this game. Um, and Washington just looks terrible. I, I honestly think even if they only play their starters the first half because they take a huge lead, I, I still don't see Sam Howell doing anything against that defense. So I'm going Cowboys minus 13 and a half, lock up the two seed and a uh, and home field advantage the first, potentially the first two rounds of the playoffs. This is fun because I got Washington plus 13 and a half. I, I, you're, you're, you're zigging with the public and I'm completely zagging this week. That's my good. Big thing, my big thing is, I love all the home dogs that I'm getting this week. So we're going to get Howell, and I think this is absolutely a redemption game for him. He's looked pretty good this year. The Cowboys' secondary is solid, but I think Washington Washington can totally establish the run against them. Dallas, super suspect run defense, um, and I, I, I think they're going to run the ball. They're going to set up the pass. And I, I think Dallas can't run the ball at all. I think Washington's defense is better than anyone's giving them credit for. And they're getting 13 and a half points at home. That's a ton of points. They're going to become, they're like, they're, they're motivated to play. And I don't think this team has totally given up. Um, you know, it's, it's not like they've been in the playoff race and they just fell out and they're pissed about it. They're like, uh, you know, they're, they're playing spoiler. I don't know that they win this game, but. I like him to keep it closer than than two touchdowns. All right. I'm going with an over for my third pick. I'm going over 44 and a half in the Bears-Packers game. Packers D sucks. Bears D is better, but still not great. They could play spoiler if the Packers win, they're in. Um, but Jordan Love and Fields, both of these young quarterbacks have looked really good the last couple weeks. And not a game you would say is the traditional score fest, but I think both of these teams are going to put up the, some points. I think this is going to be a fun game. You got one major enemy here. The weather in Green Bay, Wisconsin. It's going to be cold as fuck out there. And the forecast is not showing snow, but it's always a possibility. What did you say this total is? It's 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 like mid-40s, right? 44 and a half. I, you know, the only thing is I don't worry – with these two teams about the weather that much only because it, I, again, it's the green Bay Packers playing green Bay. 
And then, you know, Chicago also very cold. Yeah. Look, both teams are playing well. Both offenses are really humming. I get it, but it's going to be cold as fuck. This is an NFC North game. Last game of the year. And the totals, one of the higher ones on the board. I don't, I, I don't, I don't love it. I wouldn't take the under either, but I'm, I'm staying away. I'm trusting Jordan Love and Justin Fields. What could possibly go wrong? Trusting, yeah, trusting them both to score is. Uh, there's no room. There's no room for disappointment or error there. You're either going to be so right or so wrong. I feel like that's been that's been at least the Jordan Love experience. Like he either looks like <coughs> the next Rogers or total shit. Time to ride the wave. We're riding the Jordan Love wave. All right, one last home dog, and then I'm switching over-unders. Um, I like the Colts in that win and in playoff game between it's a win, them. It's a, win and in, yeah, it's a win and in for both teams. Right, but I think if Houston wins, do they win the division? <clears throat> I think – so if Jacksonville win. wins – if Jacksonville wins, they win the division – if Jacksonville loses, that's where it gets tricky. I think if Jacksonville loses and Houston wins, Houston wins the division. If the Colts win, the Colts they might win, win the and the, it's a winning playoff game. Yeah, if the Colts. Yeah, so if the Jags win, they win the division. Whoever wins this Colts Texans game is at a minimum the seventh seed, and then I don't know what the tiebreaker. Or no, so whoever wins, and then okay, so if Jacksonville wins, they win the division no matter what. If Jacksonville loses, the winner of the Colts-Texans game win the division, and then the Jags making the playoffs would depend on the Steelers winning. Yeah. And I guess maybe Denver winning? No. I don't think the Raiders are in it at all. Oh, no. Denver's eliminated. They're yeah, in the Denver's eliminated too. So, it's, so, if the, so if the Jags lose and the Steelers win – if the Jags lose and the Steelers win, Jags are out, Steelers are in. If the Steelers lose and the Jags lose, I don't know that tiebreaker. I got a question for you, Chase. What happens in a tie? What happens if all these games tie? We have a battle royale. Each team selects one customer and they fight to the death. If if This is a totally separate question. If every playoff team picks one guy and they have a battle royale, I know who I think wins, but who who wins? Of those three teams? No, no, no. Every, every playoff team. Um, I think I'd go Buffalo. Who who are you taking in the who's their battle royale? No, it would be Cleveland. I was gonna say who's taking down Josh Allen, but Miles Garrett almost killed Mason Rudolph on a football field. So a hundred percent I was thinking Miles Garrett. It's that, gotta be Miles that's the scariest dude in the league. I mean, he almost took Mason Rudolph's fucking head off with his helmet. So, yeah, the Browns. Yeah, yeah, the Browns. All right, okay, never mind. Back to this pick. I'm taking Colts plus one. Um, I got serious concerns about this Texans offense. They're missing a lot of weapons. Uh, Tank Dell out for the year. No Bobby Trees. Um, the other guy, the the what's-his-face, is not playing. It's really just Schultz and a hurt Nico Collins. Well, and, and Singletary's been decent this year. And, and Singletary's looked okay, but they're, they're missing a lot of their dudes. I, I think they're really going to struggle to move the ball. Um, 
neither of these defenses are 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 good. Um, but I, I don't like I, I think Houston's just really banged up. Um, and I think they've outperformed this year. I I I don't know. It it just feels to me like they fall short. They go home pretty happy with an outperforming season, but not a playoff berth. Steichen's a great coach. Um, this Colts team is going to run the ball, and, and I think Minshew takes them into the playoffs. Um, it, it, if nothing else, I, I think it's going to be a close game. Colts are playing at home, and they're getting the point. Uh, I, I like that fact pattern, so I'm, I'm taking Colts plus one. I would lean Colts. It's just a matter of, again, it's like what Colts team are you going to get? Are you going to get the team last week that came out? And who did they play last week? They looked really good. Um, they won last week. I know that. Are you going to get the team who last week came out? And, I, I mean, they didn't look great against the Raiders. They won by three. There was a late touchdown by the Raiders that made that a little bit closer. So you're going to get that team who controlled the line of scrimmage. Or are you going to get the team that came out and shit the bed against the Falcons? Um, that's what concerns me. I, I think Pittman's playing. Taylor's playing. Even with Minshew, I think they're the more talented team. You know, I think Steichen and DeMarco Reyes, the coaching is pretty even in that regard. Um, I, I just – it's a stay away game for me just because I I just don't know which Colts team you're going to get. It's going to be a fun game, though. We're going to get Gardner. It's, it's basically a playoff game. So we're going to get playoff Minshew. No, and this is good. And this is a standalone game Saturday night. Nice. I didn't realize that. Nice. No, they did, a, nice. they did a good job in that regard. I think the other game is like the meaningless Raven-Steelers game, maybe. Yeah, that's the day game. And then the Sunday night game is uh, – Dolphins Bills, which will be a great game. My lock of the week. Um, just out of curiosity, are you picking the Jags Titans or the Pats Jets game? Uh, I'm picking the Pats Jets, and I'm not picking Jags Titans, but I actually like the Titans as as the home dog that I left out plus five. All right, so I literally have here that game or that game. Um, so if you're taking Pats Jets, I will also take Pats Jets. Are we boys or are we rivals yet again? <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're not going to bet this the way that I'm going to bet it. Um, so I'll, I'll just go first. I'm taking the over in oh, Patriots. Absolutely not. Jets. Look, 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 look. The line is fucking 30 and a half. It's like a Big Ten West line. But Dave, you want to talk weather? We're supposed to get hit with a nor'easter this weekend. There's going to be snow. There's going to be two horrible quarterbacks and two really good defense is playing football. The over makes no sense, but that's why you take it because it's so low because the defenses are good and the quarterbacks are turnover prone. There could be two defensive touchdowns here and it's going to be fucking snowy chaos and it's only 30 and a half in an NFL game. Uh, over, 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 over. This is my lock of the week. I'm going to take Pat's minus two and a half for a couple of reasons. One, Bill Simmons said he wants Belichick back. And in my mind, he speaks for every Patriots and Boston sports fan. So he wants Belichick back. They all want Belichick back. What happens in this game has absolutely no bearing on what Belichick does for the record. They want Belichick this Jets back. Game. Here's the other two things. If Belichick's not back, this could be Belichick's last stand. I think he's going out a winner. But more importantly, the guy just doesn't fucking lose against the Jets. He hates this team so much <laughs> and loves pounding them into the ground. And I think for that reason and that reason only, it's a home game in New England. I like the Patriots. And for whatever it's worth, 
the Patriots, the Patriots the last couple weeks, they beat Denver. They hung in with the Chiefs. They only lost to the Broncos or to the Bills by six last week and made that game much closer. Like the offense is still terrible, but it at least has been like kind of passable. Dude, um, Belly Zappy threw three picks last week. I still think I'd take him over Trevor Simeon. I I agree, but that's that's why you take the over here. This game's gonna be fucking chaos. I just think Bill's I think this is Bill one more time taking it to the team that he left at the altar, the New York Jets. He just doesn't really have a lot of a lot of weapons to do his usual Jets slaughter, you know? Like he's he's working with a pretty bare cupboard here. He's got Zeke. He's got yeah. Um, all right. That's that's that game's gonna be more fun than it has any right to be because of all of the Zeke who's the last shit. three games averaging 2.8, 2.2, and 2.3 yards per carry. Jesus Christ. I might go 0-5 this week. Like, look, I don't know. Look at look at the Trevor Simeon stats and the Jets offensive stats. That'll make you feel better. Dude, they actually were slinging it against the Commanders two weeks ago. Simeon actually last week against the Browns didn't play that terrible. Yeah, they scored some points last it week. It was just like the game was over at halftime because Broadway Joe Flacco threw for 300 yards and three TDs in the first half. Yeah, exactly. They were all garbage points. Um, which, before I get to my last pick, if you wanted to sprinkle a future, right, let me see if I can get these odds right now. Give me one second. Does New York even have these? If you want, the Browns at plus 2,000 to win the AFC – I think are fucking outstanding value. I mean, 10 to win 200 does feel pretty good. Hear me out. Here's the playoff bracket right now. They're going to kick the shit out of the AFC South team, whoever it is. Yeah, they are. That defense alone, whether it's Stroud, Minshew, whoever the fuck Jacksonville's starting, they're going to annihilate them. Then you have Joe Flacco going back to Baltimore. If <laughs> Against can't win a playoff game. If there's anybody who can take down the Ravens, it's his old team. And I honestly think in these divisional – I mean, I say this having watched the Giants get absolutely mollywhopped by the Eagles last year. But those teams were very outmatched. It's almost like in these divisional matchups where the teams play each other a couple times a year – I like the team with the chip on their shoulder a little bit more. And look, the other thing is, too, the Ravens, by that point, Lamar will have not played a game in three weeks. We saw what happened the last time that happened. Derrick Henry and Tannehill shit down their throats. This is a similar team to Joe the— Joe Flacco and Jerome Ford. So, oh, hold on. But you, you, you're taking them to win the AFC? Not to win the Super Bowl. Just win the AFC. So they'd have to go through— Kansas City too, though. They then have to go through Kansas City or or Buffalo or Miami. Fuck it. Yeah, I don't know that I like them beating Kansas City. It's a long shot. It's a ten dollar value play. Yeah, no, ten to win two hundred. I, I I don't hate it. I don't hate it. What? Who else we got? Let me look at this. Bit. NFC. I'd just take the Niners minus one twenty. Like I was, you I can't was in take on, them minus one twenty. That's no. Dude, I was, fun. I was in on the Rams last week, and they should have lost to the Giants. So, yeah, but that was a gritty win for them. 
I'm out on them. The Eagles, D, the Eagles D is atrocious. The Cowboys self-destruct. I don't yeah, know. It, it just seems Cowboys. like the Lions are from Detroit and dumb shit's going to happen to them. Kind of like what happened last week. <clears throat> I think I'm in on the Rams. Uh, there's no good value here elsewhere. And the AFC... Yeah, the Browns are plus 1,400, though. That's a little bit leaner than you're saying. Dude, I'm FanDuel. I'm looking at it right now. Browns plus 2,000 to win the AFC. Oh, wow. 1,400 on DraftKings. If you're going to bet it, bet it on FanDuel. Um, all right. Are you done with picks? Do you have another one? Whose turn is yeah, it? I got my log of the week. Do it. Bills minus three versus the Dolphins. I think I like Miami. This game is in Miami. I don't give a shit. And honestly, the Bills haven't looked that good. They just keep winning games. I know. This Dolph, there's just no way that with now, McDaniel fucked up last week. He had Chubb in late in a meaningless situation, tore his ACL. With him now and Jalen Phillips out, they're missing their two significant pass rushers for the year. Waddle's going to play, but he's banged up. Uh, Tyree Kill, look, uh, the fact that he cost me a bunch of money aside, this is two weeks in a row now he cost his team with – missing walk-in touchdowns. Last week, he literally, the ball fell out of his hands in the end zone. He's not, Mostert's going to be, it's like, they're so banged up. I don't think they're going to be able to stop Josh Allen. And again, this is just two teams that I think are going in opposite directions. I know it's in Miami, but, you know, the Dolphins are banged up and have not looked great the last couple weeks. Even against the Cowboys, like, one, but one close. Obviously, the Cowboys are good. And the Bills are rolling. Um, so I, it's amazing. If you had told me even two weeks ago that I'd be talking about the bills as a lock to then be the two seed in the AFC and the dolphins to fall to the six seed. Um, I would have said you're out of your mind, but that's what I'm looking at right now. I, I just don't think Buffalo has been that good. They've played a lot of bad teams and they've haven't beaten any of them by all that many points. That being said, Miami also hasn't looked great. Um, I, I I don't think either of these teams are the real deal. I think both of them are are, are early outs in the playoffs. Um, not first round outs, but but second round outs. Um, and I think these offenses have, have – Buffalo's offense never got started. Miami's has really come back to earth. And the over-under here is almost 50 points, the highest on the whole week. Now, I, I, I get that – both teams are super motivated, but both teams also have, have solid defenses. Miami's a little banged up, um, but Buffalo's figured it out after the injuries early in the season. If I'm going to bet the spread, I'm betting Miami. They're at home, um, and they're getting some points. But I really like the under here at 49 and a half. Last month, for whatever it's worth, Bills beat up on the Jets, lost by three to the Eagles in that weird overtime game. Beat the Chiefs, blew out the Cowboys, beat the Chargers, beat the Pats. Dolphins in that same time frame, blew out the Jets and Commanders, who were whatever, lost to the Titans, beat the Jets again, um, beat the Cowboys, and got blown out by Baltimore. Those sound so, like pretty similar resumes to me. Beating up on shitty teams. Yeah, the difference is the Bills in the last month have still beaten. Uh, they still went into Arrowhead and beat Mahomes. Barely. When, huh? That was that was a close game. They did not. They barely won that game. Yeah, but they still. All right, but even if you call that and the, say the Dolphins Cowboys game a wash, 
Yep. Dolphins since then have beaten the Jets twice. The Commanders lost to Tennessee, who were bad. Bad loss. Bad loss. They got blown out by the Ravens. Bills. Um, what good wins do they have? Pats win? I mean, they blew out the Cowboys. I forgot if you want that. to use that as a head-to-head comparison, they beat the Cowboys by three touchdowns in a game that was never close. Dolphins squeaked it out on the last drive. No, that's fair. That's fair. And and that's why Miami's getting three points at home. Yeah, I just think uh, – and for whatever it's worth, Josh Allen, Pro Bowl snub. I didn't know Pro Bowl's out. Any, Pro any Bowl other, came out today. Any Pro, Pro Bowl, Bowl Any other snippets? Um – I don't know. My big takeaway is that the running back position in the NFL just sucks. <laughs> Did Ky- my boy Kyron Williams make the Pro Bowl? He should have. Oh, yeah. It was McCaffrey, Swift, and Kyron Williams in the NFC. It was like Swift. Jeez. Derrick Henry made it. And, like, he's had a bad like, year. I mean, he still had 1,000 yards and 11 touchdowns. Yeah, um, but not efficiently. Honestly, the big takeaway is how loaded receiver is in the NFL right now. Like, NFC was CD Lamb, AJ Brown, Mike Evans, Puka. AFC was Tyreek, Amari Cooper, Keenan Allen, Jamar. Like, I can't really argue that any of those guys should have been off the team. But, like, it means that um, – where was this in the article? Like, Ayuk didn't make it in the NFC. Um, Did Debo get in? So, no. No Ayuk, Debo, Amon Ross, St. Brown, DJ Moore. Wow. But, like, at the same time, though, it's like, who who are you leaving out there? Right. They left Cooper Cup out, too. Yeah, but, like, I, I, to me, NFC, they got – it's, again, there's so many there's, – there's just so many guys in the NFC, but, like, those four seem right to me. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. I can't um, believe DeAndre Swift made the Pro Bowl. And, and I don't think – and I don't think Kelsey should have made it, to be honest. I just don't know who should have made it up for him. But. Uh, no, AFC – and then Joku and Joku made it. He was the other tenant. I can't think of any other good. If Andrews is healthy, I think Kelsey probably misses it. But yeah, but he didn't. He didn't play like the whole rookie Sam Laporta making the Pro Bowl. Laporta was was a top five tight end in the league, maybe top three. Laporta, good chance could be first team All Pro. To be honest with you, yeah. Although, what did Kittle do? Kittle was like kind of hurt. I don't know that he had a big stat season. I mean, Kittle had a oh, Kittle's the only thousand yard tight end. Oh, never mind. On the best team in football, or the best offense in football statistically. So, so those are my last picks for the week. All right, my last pick of the season three of the Bagels and Lock Show is kind of a boring one. This game is totally meaningless, and I'm taking the under. Um, under 38 points in the Broncos Raiders game. Um, this game means nothing. Uh, both teams are starting quarterbacks that suck. Neither team can move the ball. Um, I, I just think this game is a, just a big whimper and both of these season, both of these teams are happy to end their seasons. Both of these quarterbacks suck. Neither have shown that they're able to move the ball. The Raiders haven't moved the ball in like four weeks. The Broncos looked like shit last week with Stidham. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think this total should be a lot closer to where the uh, Jets-Patriots total is, and there's a touchdown difference between the two. So um, I'm taking that arbitrage. Poor Russ. Um, yeah, what happened there? 
I, I didn't really follow along during the moment. I just like tried to catch up afterward. I'm just going with the Sean Payton is a racist narrative. Uh, that's a fun one. I'm throwing it out there. No, I mean the players' association is going to get involved because they basically said if you don't, if you don't agree to defer your injury guarantee in your contract, we're going to bench you. And Russ said no, so they benched him. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. I mean, look, Russ was an above-average NFL quarterback this year, so he should still be starting next year. He's not what he once was, but there's recency bias in there, though. The first like six games of the season, he looked like last year. Russ, where he I was guess, like one look, of the worst quarterbacks in the league. But look, 30, 66% completion percentage, 3,000 yards, 26 touchdowns, only eight picks, and a 98 passer rating. Like, I'll put it to you this way. I think if Russell Wilson's a quarterback of the Atlanta Falcons, they're in the playoffs. Yep, agreed. So, I, I again, I think if you're a team like the Falcons or like the Bucks, had they not signed Baker, like a great example, like teams that are right on the fringe of playoff contention – Sign Russ to a two-year deal. I agree. Russ is going to play somewhere, but let me, let me see if I can think of more examples. Of that. If you're the Saints, I I think you'd kill for Russ this year versus what you got out of Derek. Or I mean, yeah, they're fucked with the car contract. Um, maybe that maybe those two teams do a little swap. Like also, we're I fucked, mean, you're fucked. Let's just fuck each other. I mean, it would be fascinating if Bell checks back, but if you're the Pats, you bring him in maybe and just let the rookie quarterback develop under him. Um, I'm just looking through the rest of the league. Yeah, the Patriots, they just have a shitty roster. Like, Russ is not going to come in there and win a Super Bowl. The Raiders. <laughs> Same thing with the Raiders. The Commanders. They have a shitty would, roster, too, and they emptied I out really, the deadline. That, dude, offensively, I don't think they have a shitty roster. That's the thing. The I Commanders, really I agree. I think like, they struggle up front, and defensively, they traded away all their guys. Like they traded away Sweat, and they traded away Chase Young and Sweat, but they still have some good defenders out there. And I mean that offense between Robinson, Gibson, um, Gibson sucks, but Terry McLaurin, Terry Curtis Samuel, Dotson, um, Logan Thomas, like there's pieces there. Yeah, I don't disagree. If the Vikings don't bring back Kirk. Maybe the Vikes. Yeah, the Vikings. The Vikings are not a bad one, but like, why not just bring back Cousins if you're going to go get Russ? I think he's got to go to the Falcons. As I'm looking at the landscape, it's got to be. Yeah, the Falcons, Falcons are. They're gonna. They're not going to make the playoffs, so they'll they'll draft someone. Here's the thing, though. Like, oh, I think they draft someone and maybe they start him for a year. But like, I don't know. Like you, I, if they bring in Russ, they could win that. I mean, I think they mathematically could still win the division this year. Yeah. Yeah. The, look, the Falcons have all the pieces. They just are poorly coached. Yeah. Well, and Arthur Smith needs to go back to working at FedEx, but. For sure. Um, okay. Did you make your last pick? I did. I'm done. All right. Let's talk. Uh, or you want to do your. I don't have a prize picks this week, guys. I'm on a gambling hiatus. The goblins and ghouls are gone. Um, that's. Right. that's Chase's PP does not go out on a bang. It goes out on a. My PP is – oh, the goblins and ghouls are still there. <laughs> All right, I'll cook All up right. a goblin. I'll cook up a goblin for you. No, no, you don't have to. I don't want to tempt you into gambling. It's okay. I got it. I already made you record our gambling podcast. I don't – It's okay. Um, it's right. Give give your spiel and then – Obviously, 
I have a bankrupt FanDuel parlay. Um, I don't, I, I don't, I don't quit quite as easily as you do. To be honest um, with you, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do a prize picks because they only have it for uh, the Saturday games. Oh yeah, that's not fun. So, um, I got a ten to win five hundred and five thousand dollars. I know that's kind of light for me, but um, I don't want to stretch. You know, I want to make this one one that's actually winnable for the last week of the season. Um, so I didn't take anything that's too ridiculous. Uh, it's a twelve legger. I got the Natty and then all NFL games. Um, so I got the under in the Dolphins Bills game and the Dolphins money line. Uh, Dub money line and the over in that game. We'll talk more about that later. Ravens money line at home against the Steelers. Colts plus one and a half. Browns money line uh, at the Bengals. Browns are starting a backup, but the Bengals have been starting a backup for the last 10 weeks or whatever, uh, and he hasn't looked so good. So I think that's definitely a winnable game for the Browns backups. Uh, Titans money line. Jags have everything to play for, but they look like shit. Titans play spoiler. Bucks minus four and a half. They have everything to play for, and the Panthers suck. Over 45 and a half in the Vikings-Lions game. Mullins is a total gunslinger, and uh, Lions defense still sucks. So the over in those games are, are always a lock. Commander's money line, that one's a stretch. Uh, they play the Cowboys and the under in the Broncos Raiders game. We just spoke about that one. All right, give me one second. I'm cooking up a, a big old I'm I'm gonna do the teaser with every game this week. I love it. I love it. We need let a me, we need a chizzy teaser. Let me just uh God, this Bengals Browns game is such a fucking clusterfuck. It is a clusterfuck. I, I got a quick promo sexuals I can I can All give right, it. Do that. Um so there's nothing great on FanDuel or, or DK. Um, and honestly, all of the other sites have mostly shit too. Caesars, though, does have something that's kind of fun and degenerate. Um, they they do this Caesars bet the board thing where if you bet every single NFL game this week, or I think you have to bet like 14 of the 16 NFL games, um, if you bet – all of them and you get like 10 out of 14, right? Whatever that percentage is, they'll give you a, um, a, a big free bet. So like, I think if you bet 20 bucks on each of the 14 and you hit 10 of them, they'll give you like 120 bucks of free bets, which actually isn't even that much. Um, but it's kind of fun. It's degenerate. If you're like me and you're going to plant your ass on the couch Sunday um, and watch every single game, um, and, and enjoy the chaos before the playoffs. Might as well do it on Caesars and uh, see if you can hit 10 out of 14 and, and get a little bit of bonus change. All righty then. Um, all right. Here's the teaser with every team this week. Do it. God, I wish I was betting right now. Can I ask you a question about teasers? Sure. How do you put a teaser in? Do you, do you use the like the teaser tool on FanDuel? Because the DraftKings one sucks. I just put all the games in, and then at the bottom it says teaser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can never get the draft. Six-point teaser for plus 12505 So if you bet 10, you win 1250 It's a nice day. All right. A lot of this is like the crappiest crapshoot. Um, over 29.5 in the Steelers-Ravens game. Seems I think low. I like I don't know. I don't know. Colts plus 7.5. Like it under 48 and a half in the Falcon Saints game. Like no. it 
Dolphins to plus nine. Like it. Oh, I'm sorry. My dad just texted me. I'm going to text him back real quick. Uh, Raiders plus three and a half. I think I like them in that game just because, I don't know, Pierce is still coaching to maybe get that job. Yeah, but they've looked so bad. Take so the under in that one. Take the under. So is Denver, though. Um, over 35 and a half in Giants-Eagles. Eagles are going to be playing their starters, and Tyrod will throw like one or two fun deep bombs. I agree. I like that one. Niners plus two. This comes down to I like the Niners backups more than the Rams backups. Yeah, you never bet on Carson Wentz. Yeah, and Sammy Darnold. Sammy Darnold. Look, Kyle Shanahan's the 49ers' best weapon, and he's still playing. Wentz. He's still doing his role. Um, um, I lost my train of thought. Cardinals plus eight and a half versus the Seahawks. I think they may win that game, to be honest. I have no read on the Seahawks anymore. I've, I've lost the plot on them. Cowboys down to minus seven and a half. Yeah. Bears, Bears plus nine. Jets, Pats over down to 24 and a half. <laughs> Bucks now plus, we're really in Iowa territory. Bucks plus one and a half versus the Panthers. Yep. Jags money line against the Titans. Yep. PJ Walker plus 13 against the Bengals. Yep. And Lions plus two and a half versus the Vikings. Dude, I would just take Lions minus three and a half. I think they're going to play their starters. Yeah, but they may. He may sit him after the first half. I don't think. I don't know what that guy's Aaron Hall's fucking terrible. And if it's is it Mullins or Hall? It's Mullins, I think. All right, he sucks too. Yeah, but he he's a gunslinger. The bet there is the over. He could throw for like three touchdowns and three interceptions and three hundred yards. The triple threat. Um, yeah. All right. You want to start the natty talk? Yeah, let's do natty talk. Let's recap last week. Um, let's recap the playoff really quick. So I honestly, I was pretty spot on, on this. Um, I, I told you guys that Michigan was the better team, but that Alabama plays everybody close. So I thought that one would be a little bit of a grind and it totally was. I Michigan won was, that game, which really sucked. I mean, Bama looked like they had it. Um, my couple takeaways from that game real quick. Yeah. I mean, I've never seen a Nick Saban team just physically at the lines of scrimmage get dominated like that. Um, yeah. So credit to Michigan Harbaugh. As much as I hate Harbaugh, credit to his coaching staff there. Um, that's one. And, and two, Alabama all around had one of the best, and I'm not just saying in college, like at any level, one of the best special teams performances I've ever seen. Like the, the college kicker, like a lot of NFL kickers don't necessarily drain two fifty yarders in a game. Their kicker did it with ease. Punter looked sick. Yep. Which again, not a surprise for Nick Saban team. But my point is to be that good on special teams and in a playoff game, not have a center who can snap a fucking ball was pretty mind blowing. The whole thing was weird. And I also think Alabama's special teams looked that good because Michigan's were so bad. They were yeah, totally in there. I think that's fair. But um, look, credit to Michigan. As soon as that game went to overtime, I said it's over. Because Bama doesn't have that game, in, especially in like a short 25-yard field like the college football OT. Uh, Michigan has Corum Edwards, these guys who could just break something open quickly. And, you know, Bama, Bama's offense is chip away, chip away, chip away. Um, and look, the what if is who knows if Milrow gets a good snap on fourth down, what the play call would have been. 
as it was, it's a bad snap. He tries to go up the middle and gets dominated. And there's a really anticlimactic ending to a pretty exciting game. Yeah, Bama controlled this game. Um, they had that fourth and two where they 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 totally could have gotten a stop there. And they have that like defensive breakdown where two of the corners go and they cover the, the guy going deep. Nobody covers the guy in the flat and they pick that up easy. But if, if they if they cover that that play right, we could be talking about UW Bama in the final. Um, Bama caught a break the first play of the game that the guy stepped out of or uh, Michigan that the guy stepped out of bounds before picking off that pass. Right. Also a good point. Literal. And and I will give credit where credit's due. I still don't think JJ McCarthy is good. If I was an NFL team and he went pro, there's no way I'd take him in the first round. But credit to you, JJ. You showed up. Yeah, JJ looked good. Look, I, I think this Michigan team is filled with guys who have been there before, even though they've been there and always lost. You know, they're they're older guys. Um Milrose, this is his first year playing, and he didn't even play the full season. You know, McCarthy, what is this, year three for him? What is Corum, 25? Like, I, I think these guys are kind of built to win in the playoff. Um, and they emulate sucks. and they emulate their head coach. They all just have the biggest chip in their shoulder. Yeah, I fucking hate those guys. Um, if they win the national championship, it's going to be – it's going to really suck. We, we need to actually think about how we'll never hear the end of it from one of the most irritating fan bases in college football easily, especially for us in New York. That's why you got to root for the Huskies, baby. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, look, the Huskies, it really, it's again, like this game was tied 21 21 at the half, but like it just felt like it, it honestly felt like it was never in doubt until the very last play of the game, where it was like so much shit had to happen for Texas to get down to the UW 12 yard line. Um, that was like, <laughs> oh, maybe they'll actually do this. But I mean, Phoenix and those wide receivers just look unstoppable. Yeah, the, the the rub uh for with for was Washington all year has been that they don't play any defense and it has never mattered. There that offense just hums, they give up points, it doesn't matter. Um you were speaking of guys I would not want to draft. He did not look great. He did not inspire me. I would not want him to be my he NFL. He showed up he showed up in the fourth quarter, but prior to that it was a whole lot of nothing and it, and it's going to set up a fascinating quarterback situation there next year with him and Arch Manning. Is he coming back? I, I figured he was going to the league. I can't imagine after that game he goes pro because he's only a he's only the age of a sophomore, I think. He's a re, he's a redshirt sophomore, but he went to Ohio State. I think he reclassified and went to Ohio State early. Uh I feel uh, like he's been around for a while. I'm surprised he's that young. He's yeah, he's March two he's March two thousand three, so he's twenty. So he'll be 21 for next year. Yeah, that's young. So I don't know. I just, uh, yeah, it sets up an interesting situation, which leads us to the national championship game. Yeah. Um, Wolverines are four and a half point favorites. UW plus 160 on the money line. Michigan minus 194. And the over under is 55 and a half. This game couldn't be between two more different teams. Michigan ground and pound. They gritted it out all year in the Big Ten. UW, no defense, um, aerial attack. But I guess the similarities, two pretty good offenses, two very, very senior quarterbacks who know how to do it. 
I mean, Penix um, is actually 25. Yeah, Penix is – he's 24, but – He's but old. Yeah. He's old. No, Penix is old. Um, I, I'll, I'll tell you my lean first, and, and you can tell me if you agree or not. And part of this is emotion. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm taking you, Dub. Taking you, Dub Moneyline. I've been in on them since the start of the playoff. This is the Pac-12's last hurrah, baby. You think I'm going anywhere other than you, Dub? Pac-12's last hurrah. I'll probably take them with the points with the money line sprinkle. This is going to be a close game. Uh, UW always plays close games. They play these won ugly for two months straight. They've yeah, they, they've been winning ugly all year. So, do they lose ugly this game? Totally possible. This is a Michigan team that's probably the most talented in the country. I think they've proven that. Um, but Washington is just going to score too many points to get blown out. Just, so take them with never, the points. They've never faced an offense like Washington. And on the flip side, Washington has never faced a defense like Michigan. But I, I just think the the speed on the outside. Look, the X factor is always ultimately going to be if Michigan was so successful. Obviously, Phoenix is better than Milrow, but they were successful because they set the tone early and they got to the quarterback throughout the entire game. If they can get to Phoenix, I think they have a shot. But um, if oh, UW's own line holds up. I like the Huskies. Yeah, Michigan, they they did not control that game. Bama felt like the better team for most of the game, but Bama took their foot off their gas in the fourth quarter. They did. And and I think if if Michigan hits a couple field goals, if they play if they play a little bit better on special teams, we probably don't feel like that. We probably feel like it's a little more evenly matched. Um, and I think we can we can trust Jim to get the get the guys to figure it out on special teams. Um, Here's what I really like in this game. I like the same thing that I've liked for 17 weeks now, especially with Washington. I like the damn over. You're getting a sale on the over this week. Washington overs have been in the 60s since October, and you're getting it at 55 and a half. I don't care how good Michigan sec- secondary is. I don't care how great the pass rush is. This is Penix and Rome and the boys who've been putting up points all year, and you're getting it at 55 and a half. That's where I'm going to be putting the most units. I'm going to ride with the, with the Huskies on the money line a little bit and on the points, but the big money's going on the over. If you like two props, I like plus 105, each team to each score a passing and rushing touchdown. And plus one ninety Washington to score in each quarter. I like that. I, I I really like Washington to score in each quarter. A, it's fun, and and B, it's probable. And their kicker is pretty good. Um, the other two things I will say about this game. I'm sorry. I'm looking. You know, since oh, here it is. Um, the winners, the winners and losers in this game. One, we're the losers as fans. Only because we talked about how the Rose Bowl should be the national championship. And we're getting a traditional Rose Bowl in the national championship. Big 10, Pac-12. Yeah, but it's in Houston. Which sucks. (laughs) Um, Big winner, though, is the Big 10. Because one, these are Big 10 teams. Um, But two, we're all winners because we're now guaranteed a national championship rematch. In the regular season next year, this is a Big 10 game week five. Ah, that is fun. But it's going to be a very different, like... Michigan could suck next year. And honestly, Washington probably will suck next year. I think Especially if one or both of these coaches go to the NFL. I'm pretty sure they – hold on one second. Washington transfer QB. 
I could. Oh, no, no. Dude, UW just loaded up a quarterback. They got Will Rogers. He's not Penix. And they're gonna lose, they're gonna lose Rome. They're gonna lose a lot of guys. And they could lose the coach. He's not going anywhere. Hardball is. This <coughs> oh, game's gonna be less fun in week five. Let's enjoy it. We're talking guys. about DeBoer. Like DeBoer, UW is a sleeping giant on the West Coast. Um, they'll pay him to stay. And and honestly, like. I don't know. I don't know if they're like, I don't know what job for a guy like him right now becomes so enticing that you leave UW at the moment. He just, he just coached a former Indiana quarterback to two great seasons, led one of the best college offenses we've seen since Burrow. You don't think there's an NFL job that opens up for him? I mean, there's going to be like probably four or five openings come the end of the season. If anything, if anything, I just hire the guy. Everything you're saying is right. The guy's just a winner. Like one at Fresno State, won three or four, I think, Division Three championships at CO Falls. Um, or not Division Three, Division One Double A. Um Indiana has one 10 win team like this century. The first Penix team, he was the OC. Like, this guy's just clearly a winner. I used to think like that too. And then Matt Rule came along and has not won in like half a decade. And he makes me question thinking like that now. Yeah, but even rule, like the best year at Baylor was 26 and three, or was uh I think like 10 and three. I mean, DeBoer, we're talking about 25 and two in his first two years as a power five head coach. That's fair. That's fair. And and at a minimum, even if they lose this week, beat, you know, the same team, but beat Texas in bowl games twice. So I don't know. Go Huskies. If Michigan wins, it's just going to be fucking insufferable, like you said. It's going to be so insufferable. I mean, like, I don't know what we'll do. Do you I heard to, like, go to Europe for a couple months? There's early, there's early rumblings that Annie would like to have everybody over to the apartment, the new apartment, to watch the game Monday as a uh, welcome night. Um, any truth to those rumors? Uh, you'll have to ask her. You think she's awake if I call her right now, live on the podcast? No way. No, nah, she's 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 got back issues. She's an old lady, so I don't. So, what did you think that would keep her awake? Because you can't lie down in bed. I don't know. Thankfully, I've never had back issues, so that's actually a fair point. I've had them like once. Honestly, like I know it's pseudoscience. I'm a big advocate of chiropractors. I went like once for back and jaw problems, and it genuinely did get much better in a week. What do they do there? Like, walk me through a chiropractor session. Um, you go in, they talk to you about what your issues are, medical history, explain that the cracks, like explain what the cracks are. Cause like the first time you get your neck cracked, like it's terrifying. There's no way around it. Yeah. I don't even like my fingers getting cracked. I don't want you know, like this, cracked. like the, uh, my, yeah, fingers, don't do that my fingers constantly. Uh, then they like adjust you. And then the one I went to, they like, put like some heat stimulation on your body for like 20 minutes. Was there a happy ending involved in, in this kind of thing? Or do you have to go to a special uh, place for that? Um, he actually said he would have charged me uh, less if he gave me a happy ending and I still declined. That's, that's compliment. He had very coarse hands. So I said, you know what? I'll pay <laughs> the full rate. From cracking necks all day. You didn't trust him to uh, 
deal with the more delicate parts of your body? No, because if you cracked that, we would have had big, big problems. My neck is one thing. My uh, my downstairs is a complete other. How else are we going to have the prize picks? Right. We yeah. All right. So I got Bills minus three, Steelers minus four, Cowboys minus thirteen and a half. Uh, over 44 and a half in the Bears Packers game and Pats minus two and a half versus the Jets. Yuck. Jesus Christ. I got home dogs running faster, especially when you think they don't have anything to play for, but this is the NFL and they're still going to play hard. Uh, Colts plus one at home versus Texans. Ravens plus four at home against the Steelers. Lock of the week. Oh, no, sorry. This is not my lock of the week. I changed it. Commanders plus 13 and a half at home versus Dallas. Denver at Raiders under 38. And this is the lock of the week. Jets at Pats over 30 and a half. All right. Any concluding thoughts for this week's pod? Uh, for this year's pod. Um, oh, yeah, that's fair. I, I want to say thank you to. Well, we're not done yet. We'll be back for the Super Bowl. So I don't think we have to give our final thank yous and farewells yet. I want to say a regular season thank you to the listeners that have been grinding with us for 18 weeks through the highs of Chase's recent shitty betting to the lows of my previous shitty betting. Um, you know, there's there's been some questionable gambling. We've had some really great moments in this new show format. I think we've done some really cool segments. We are all going to both finish significantly better than last year. Like I won last year being like 10 games below 500. Uh, yeah, I mean, I was 37% last year. So um, we did show year over year improvement for sure. We did. We did. Um, and I think I showed during the season improvement, um, which is, which is big for me moving in the right direction, headed into, into I season. Pulled the, I pulled the New York Yankees start hot and coast to the finish. Yep. Yep. That's kind of how I'm, how I'm, uh, living my life. So I get it. Oh, geez. I guess there's a lot to unpack there. And on that note, um, I'm just going to end it on that note. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I want to finish. Th- thank you to the listeners. Appreciate you guys bearing with us while we've tried some new stuff and and uh, put some new segments out there for you guys. Um, to the guys who are listening week in and week out, if you have thoughts, if there are things in this new season that you enjoyed or didn't enjoy, hit me up. Let us know uh, what's, what's worked. And um, – we're, we're looking forward to to seeing you again for, for the Super Bowl and then for uh, Bagels and Locks regular season four. And I just want to make this abundantly clear. As much as I have talked shit about Tyreek Hill the past two weeks, I am not a suspect in this house fire today. Tyreek Hill, his house caught on fire? I had nothing to do with it. And I just want to make that very, 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 very clear. I mean, the, the obvious suspect has to be like one of his baby mamas or, you know, what, one of the countless women that he's offended. So Tyreek Hill, we'll call it even after that because I'm not going to say fuck you. Um, but I will just say we're still out on DraftKings. Um, we're still out on that hotel in London. Oh, and, yeah. And uh, we are still out. We'll do one more still out. We're Maybe out, out on the Titans. The Titans really fucked me this year. They, I lost a lot of bets on them. I'm going to say we are also out on um, – you know what I'm out on Travis Kelsey. You were my first round pick, and you sucked this year. So, uh, Ooh. you know, Ooh, that's going to piss off a lot of that's uh, okay. a lot Go of. Go live your fairy tale life with Taylor, but get off the football field if you're not going to give 100. Um, I like your brother more better, even though he's an eagle. He's my favorite Kelsey. 
uh, us bearded men stick together. We'll be back for the Super Bowl, taking a couple week hiatus, but we'll post on the gram. Uh, we'll post on the gram some picks and some props we like just to keep you guys active. Um, with Davey Bagels, my name is Jason Dorsky, and this is the Bagels and Locks Podcast.